how cool was this party? <laughs> how do you do, fellow kids? Uh, <laughs> they all turn to look at you. I'm going to need a, uh, just a flat charisma check. <laughs> you got it. She's a fancy-ass performer. 18. Okay, so the hostility is minimal. Uh, <laughs> but it's still a bit, that's a bit present as they just kind of look okay. at this stranger who's in a guard's uniform who's wandered into their conversation. She, as, as they're kind of staring at her, she goes, I am so bored. Yeah, I bet. There's the one thing they can relate to. This, yeah. this party sucks, actually. This party sucks? I have been standing bored for a while? I'm not even really a guard, if I'm being honest with you. Huh, really? What are you? I'm actually a performer, um, but someone needed a guard and I really wanted to come to this party, and so I figured it was a way to come in, and I didn't realize how much it would suck. I just need goss, please. Uh, well, we're only here because Lucrezia says we have to be here. So she, like, made you come here even though it's boring? Yeah. It sucks. That is the worst. Do you know any way to liven it up? Oh, uh, she promises it'll get more interesting later. Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, did she say when it's going to get interesting? I don't know. Probably once she gets down here. Keeping us waiting forever. Yeah, I've been over there bored out of my mind. Trust me, I understand. Uh, okay. Alright, we'll wait until she gets here and then hopefully it does get more exciting. If it doesn't, I might cause chaos. Okay? <laughs> sure, as long as it's something. Whatever. Yeah, you got it. Okay, thanks. And Bye. she heads off towards Jill. Okay. <laughs> you settle at, uh, at, uh, in next to Jill uh, and Natalia, who's hanging close to Countess Aguilar. Let's team huddle. Uh, this is the perfect time. I'll come over and, okay. and give them my, my own findings, aka breadsticks finding. Arturos, you notice a team huddle is happening. <laughs> oh, look. I think Countess Aguilar wants to see you, Grok. What? Oh, oh. <laughs> you guys have been a riot. I, but my lady love calls for me. <laughs> uh, what do you find out of Eva? Uh, the lady with the red hair wanted something, some support from the Admiral, and he got mad, and he said that he wouldn't be able to support her in this, and then he stomped out and got mad. That's okay. the, that is most likely the captain, who is the, who is at least a childhood friend, if not paramour of Tornikaza. I've also learned that Tornikaza apparently has told, has forced a bunch of people to be here, and has informed them that things will get exciting later tonight. Cool, so that's probably a table full of undead. That's probably a table full of undead or some sort of undead feasting buffet orgy thing. Why did you bring the orgy part out at the end? I mean, and undead. Yeah. <sighs> and so that so also so guards are blocking like every door out of here. So that's also not a great sign. That's true. They wouldn't even let me go pee without watching. Oh, that's definitely not a great sign. You did get to close a door between you guys. <laughs> I feel like they didn't watch you pee. There was a closed door between you. Yes, okay. I just want to make sure you know that. No, no, this is good to clarify. I don't mean literally watch me pee. I mean that like they had to stand outside the door. There was, you know. Definitely an undead buffet, at least. I yeah. found out that their shrimp cocktails are terrible. Good to know. Good intel. Thanks. You're welcome. Good job keeping an eye on our acquaintance. Mm -hmm. So the Admiral is just like, Audi. Like, he, he just wasn't down with this and left, which means maybe he'd be helpful, but also he's gone. Yeah. 
Uh, I told the teens if it was still boring after Lucrezia showed up, I was going to cause chaos, so I do have that on the table. Okay, but it sounds like Lucrezia's going to show up and then basically just, like, block everybody in and feed on them or something. Which yeah, seems like, a, that, that is what it sounds like. Which seems a little less subtle than what's been happening lately. I mean, at this point, if she thinks she has a ton of people on her side who are all very fancy and most of the board, does she care? Yeah, she does have a lot of council members on her. Yeah. How many council members have disappeared, Natalia, like, out of a percentage? Um, none of the council members. Huh. How many fancy people? I mean, the people over at that table, and she points to the table of shitty teens, that's that's pretty much all of them, except for, you know, the Fjord twins. Oh. So all the shitty teens. So should we just, like, start a fire now, and then... Well... (laughs) Just burn the place down? It sounds like Red Six has a route that we need to start getting to. Because that... That sounds like a spooky basement from what you were saying. That's true. So breadsticks, I saw through breadsticks, there's stairs up that go to a bunch of hallways and there's the study and there were stairs down. There is a basement. Yeah, we could go to the spooky basement, see if we can counter Lucrezia on the way, maybe do some beating up. Cocktail cower is coming to an end. Uh, Everyone is expected (laughs) to sit at their tables. And uh, uh, Countess Aguilar, are you just saying this in earshot of Countess Aguilar? Trying not to. Yeah, Yeah, trying not to. Okay, uh, I'm gonna need stealth checks from all of you then. She totally hears my shrimp thing. 17. Oh wait, I don't have disadvantage this time! You don't, you're not wearing armor. No you don't. 13, not great! 16. And Artie, as always, F5. (laughs) Well, Artie was just yelling about shrimp, so... The shrimp is not good! I really like the rolled R there. That was great. <laughs> uh, I, that's just natural. I know. I love it. <laughs> all right. Uh, Countess Aguilar does not appear to have noticed uh, all of your all of your conspiring and muttering. However, cocktail hour is coming to an end. Uh, you see that every, everyone who's invited is moving to their tables and all of the guards are moving to their posts against the wall. And Countess Aguilar is like gesturing for you to shoo and go stand against the wall. Ugh, so... Let's go stand near the w- next to the wall near a door. Come on, everybody. Oh, wait, sure. Uh, hold on. Greg should roll. To should see he? To see if he heard any of that. Are you sure? I, Isn't he just with his lady love? He's and with his enamored? lady love. He might be completely enamored. Who knows? <laughs> oh, he heard something. <laughs> he heard Jill and Artie, so he heard about the shrimp. <laughs> Yeah, at least didn't hear the chaos, or we should burn the whole place down. <laughs> yeah, I said I said the burning down just quietly enough. Okay, so uh, you folks are getting moved to up against the wall, and uh, Grack and Countess Aguilar are uh, sitting at one of the tables as dinner is about to start. Well, I guess we just kind of have to be ready to bolt into some of the closed-off areas. Yeah, like, we can't just leave... Really? And then the door, the northwest door opens and uh, two figures walk through. The one to walk through uh, first is a sort of small, delicate, blonde woman on the short side. Cacophony, you recognize this from uh, scan- from scanning uh, out of yours memories. Um, you recognize this as probably Lucrezia, the Countess Tornacasa. Um, and then behind her is the uh, captain, the redheaded woman. And Lucrezia gets up onto that raised pavilion up at the top. She looks like she's about to make a speech. Uh, everybody roll perception checks for me real quick. 21. 24. Okay. 11 for Arturos. 
You know, relatively speaking, suddenly we're all paying attention. Yeah, and a 21 for Alvina. <laughs> oh, and a three for Grek. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Arturos, despite being right next to the door, hears nothing. Cacophony, uh, Jill, and Alviva, you hear a solid thunk from the other side of the door, like something being slid into place. Hmm. Yeah, they're locking us all in. Okay, fire. Fire now. Lucrezia walks up to uh, the uh, pavilion, addresses the whole room, says, uh, My dear friends, I want to thank you all for attending this little gathering of mine. In a word like ours, it is important to know who can be trusted. For example, my fellow counselors, I know better than to trust any of you, you squabbling pack of backstabbing power-hungry jackals. Left to your own devices, you'd wrestle for control of the city until it falls into the sea. But don't worry, I've found a way to unite us all, to ensure our great families rule over this city forever. Don't be afraid, it will all be over soon. At which point, uh, the table of shitty teens turns to the rest of the room, fangs like those of a snake drop down from the roofs of their mouths, and they lunge towards the guests, everybody roll initiative. Yup! Oh my god, they're vampires! <laughs> <laughs> I knew she was a bloodsucker! Twenty-five! Ugh, a nine. Ten. Okay, Artie got a 15. And Greg got a 15. Well, that's easy for you. Artie has the higher decks. Oh, those poor bodyguards. Those poor dumb bodyguards. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, up at the top of the round, we have Cacophony. Yep, um, at the top of the round, Cacophony was like, Already knew it! Called the shitty teen thing. <laughs> uh, and she is going to immediately say, everybody go to your places. Uh, and then sparkles start raining down over her party. Uh, so over Jill, Alviva, Artie, uh, basically I can hit six people. So I can basically hit our group. Okay. Uh, where's Natalia? Is, is, is oh, she, she's back with she's us? She's right between us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and hit our group because I can hit all six of us. Uh, and we all get eight temporary HP, and we can all move our speed without taking of attacks op of opportunity. Awesome. So we can go get into battle and start protecting people, basically. Excellent. I'm going to use it to get up on top of this table, because I like doing that. I like being tall. And then uh, once she moves like that, she is going to get there. And then what's a good spell that I have? I'm just going to get up front, like, next to next to Grack, actually, is uh, is the farthest ahead I can move. So, and then as Cacophony gets up there, she goes, Great timing, everybody! Come welcome for the show! And she dramatically flares her hand back there, and that's the shitty teen table, right? Um, the shitty teen table is the one up at the northern end of the room, yeah. Okay, good. Okay, so, and then she gestures up that way, and as she gestures over the shitty teens and, and, um, and Tornacaza, uh, there is a loud, pink, and then a crumble, crumble, bloom as uh, shatter <laughs> happens, and I'm upcasting sh uh, shatter. So everybody needs to make constitution saves. Okay, so that is uh, the captain, that is Lucrezia, and that is two of the shitty teens. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, what's your spell save, DC? Uh, mine is 17. Okay, we have one failure and three successes. Okay, so the one failure takes 22, the rest take 11. Nice. And what type damage type is that? Uh, thunder. Shatter to thunder, I think, yeah. Okay. Uh, is that your turn? Yeah, that's it. Okay, uh, up next is... Uh, the captain, which let me just double check what she can do, because there's a lot of things on the board. So this uh, this place that the captain and uh, and Lucrezia are on, that's a raised section of the room? Yeah, that's a raised pavilion. Okay. 
She is going to reach out her hand and cast a spell. Not great. Countess Gallo and Count Valenti and Mistress Valenti uh, all fall asleep. <laughs> as, as the captain reaches out her hand, casts a spell, they just drop to the ground asleep. And that is probably going to be her turn. I mean, it's fine. We have to deal with less noble people screaming. Yeah, that's true. That's fine. I imagine after Jill goes, many of the vampires are going to be very unhappy with Jill. That's entirely possible. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, it is Countess Aguilar, <laughs> who is not happy at this uh, at this uh, sequence of events. And she is going to cast Death Ward on herself. Cool. Smart move. <laughs> yep, that is her turn. Uh, up next is Grack. Actually, Artie should be up. He has a higher initiative. Okay, what's his dex mod? Or what's his dexterity score? 16. And Grax is 15. There we go. Okay, Arturos' turn. Artie's turn. Okay, Artie took the opportunity to to move to get in between the two tables um, in the back. He actually has a clear shot <laughs> if he takes out his crossbow. <laughs> Wait, I, you... Oh, your regular crossbow, right? My regular crossbow. You don't have a gun yet. I don't have a gun. Yet. We should have gone back for the gun. Should have gone back for the gun. He takes out his crossbow, aims for... Oh, you know, we should have get Artie with the gem jammer because he would have all the shiny rocks. (laughs) (laughs) He takes his crossbow out and fires an 11. Uh, 11 at... That does not hit. <laughs> that does not hit. 11 does not hit. Uh, Your crossbow bolt goes wide and smashes through a stained glass window. <laughs> oh, whoops. You want to attack again? Yeah. Uh, 19. 19 does hit. Oh no, the stained glass. Uh, for five piercing damage. Okay. Like with the other vampires you fought before, the arrow hits, but it doesn't seem to draw much blood. Can't it? It's a bolt. Can't bolts be... Wooden, <laughs> and we knew we knew that we were gonna go up against vampires. You guys did not buy stakes. <laughs> I forgot to say I bought a stake. <laughs> <laughs> also, the circumstances in which you can use the stakes are very specific. Okay, uh, that's two attacks. What else are you gonna do? Um, he is gonna flex and rip the leather armor off, and now he has his tank top. <laughs> <laughs> Flexing as a bonus action. That's a that's my bonus action. I'm gonna need a strength check. <laughs> Twenty-five. Hell yeah. Strength check, not strength save. <laughs> ah, fuck. Sorry. So Wrong minus one. you subtract your proficiency Just bonus 24. from that. Twenty-four. Okay. You managed to flex, and the uniform rips off, and you've got your tank top on underneath. Hell we're, yes. We're all inspired. We are. Uh, and that's Arturos' turn. Okay. Uh, up next is Grack. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> right. You had to do two things. <laughs> I have to do two things. Oh. Um, as my my friends will have seen earlier while I was messing around with the map, uh, Grack was, a, was gonna run away, but then he remembered that he should look good in front of the woman he loves. So he... <laughs> He moved to the other side in front of Lady LaPlume. Don't worry, love. I'll handle this. Oh my god. And he will... You know what I should have done? Looked at these spells before. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 
You're a warlock. It's mostly Eldritch Blast. Yeah, what in doubt. Yeah, what spells do you have? No, no, hush. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's going to take the opportunity to just try to do an Eldritch Blast on the nearest vampire. A 14? Uh, 14 does not hit. Shit. Uh, what level are you, Greg? You, you don't need to know. Okay, well, you <laughs> might get more beams. Actually, you, uh, if you're if you're like five or six plus, you get two beams, so you get to roll again. I yeah, get two roll beams? Attack. You get two beams with Eldritch Blast. 21. 21 does hit. It's four force damage. Okay. That plus, actually it says does- plus nine. That so, actually does seem to hurt the vampire. Okay. And then he's gonna take his magic stone- <laughs> Oh, Wait. his magic stone. Hmm? Wait, no, that's not. It. Yeah, hold on. If that's a bonus action, you can use Did it. Did we it's a roll it as a bonus action the last time? Yeah. Uh, does it say bonus action as the spell? Yes, it is. Yes, it does. Okay, and All it's right. a cantrip, so you can cast that and eldritch. Oh, actually, you can't cast two cantrips on a turn. I can't. Shit. You can cast a spell and a cantrip, but you can't cast two cantrips. You can't cast two spells. All right. Yeah, I think that's his turn for now. That's his turn. Okay. Uh, at the end of your turn, uh, Lucrezia is going to use a legendary action uh, and zip cool, cool, right cool, cool, up cool. next to uh, Count Valenti. Uh, and now it is Lucrezia's turn, uh, and she is going to uh, reach down to the sleeping Count Valenti and sink her fangs into his neck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, that hits. Uh, and <laughs> he drops to the ground completely dead. Oh, my God. All right. The good news is he's not asleep anymore. <laughs> is that good? <laughs> All right. And uh, she is then We've going got 10 to... We've 10 rounds to revivify him. It's okay. She is then going to move next to Mistress Valenti and lash out with a long sword she draws. I've only got two diamonds. Where did that come from? Uh, that'll hit. Uh, and that is... Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, she's also completely dead. Well, the good side. These people are rich. They can probably afford 500 diamond. Oh, <laughs> great. We'll build them. So so I'll just have to blow a lot of spell slots later. Yeah. Great. I hope they do good on their death saves. And that is Lucrezia's turn. It is now Alviva's turn. Alright. Now, where are these stained glass, stained glass windows? Is the captain standing directly in front of a stained glass window? The captain is standing directly in front of those stained glass windows. Cool. I'm going to Eldritch Blaster out the stained glass windows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Roll your attacks? Yeah. Or at least, you know, dice willing. Uh, and I will go actually ahead and as a bonus action do a Hunter's Mark. So why not? I'd maybe Hunter's Mark someone who isn't her. Because if you're blasting her out the window, you're not going to be able to hit <laughs> you her know again. What? It's a great point. I will save that. Uh, All I right. will point. I will point out. I'm sorry. I will point out that the stained glass windows they have like an iron frame to them. Okay. What's the Aww. What's the over under on my ability to blast her through them? This is a strong amount of force damage. I'm saying this. This window has hit points and it has an armor <laughs> class. Okay. So it's not an automatic blaster out the window. You will have to see how much damage like her body does to the to the windows before she goes flying through it. I'm still gonna try it, because I, I got okay. it. Alright, so my first is a 20 to hit. 20 does hit. You could try for the windows. Right, you can try for the wall. Reostifer. <laughs> so that is 9 damage, and would normally okay. push her back 10 feet. Okay, so that is going to... She's gonna take 1d6 damage from the impact with the door, and that's will, with the window, and that's the damage that the window will also take. Okay. And then I do get to hit her again. 
With a 19. Okay, 19 also hits. So that is 3 to force damage and would push her back 10 feet. Okay, that is also, she's also going to take damage from hitting the window. She appears to be getting pretty hurt from smashing into this iron frame. The iron frame is bending, but it hasn't broken yet. <laughs> God damn it. All right, well, I think I only get two. <laughs> I tried. I tried. And then I guess I don't know. Well, Alviva goes to make a move in action, and then... Alviva goes to rush up heroically to the front of the room. Her ring sparks, and she vanishes. Boop. Mm. Cool. Oh, not... Thank you, Alviva. She really does not like fighting vampires. <laughs> uh, okay, up next is Juliana. Okay. Um, okay, I'm not totally sure. I think I had to input the spell myself, so I don't know if this is actually going to do all the math correctly on roll 20. But while we were dumping off our stuff and getting ready to go, Juliana did, in fact, review the book on vampires that she read in, yep. uh, in the fucking castle. Uh, like, consulted with Dewey on it and, like, had a few ideas. So Jillian is gonna, like, take a couple deep breaths, brace herself, and then, uh, raise her hands and there, and a column of light starts glowing up from the floor and then shooting up all around a bunch of the vampires. And I'm gonna cast Dawn. Okay, what level is that? That is a fifth. Okay, uh, the captain is gonna counterspell that at fifth level. Okay, so she just, what, can't that you, you lose the spell, but the spell does not take effect. Okay, so I automatically lose that fifth level slot. Yes. My only fifth level slot. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is why you kill the wizard first. <laughs> I don't know she's a wizard! <laughs> okay. Well... You got a bonus action. Yeah, that sure takes the wind out of my fucking sails. Yeah, I, re I, I am fully cognizant of the fact that you did not have plans for this turn beyond that. <laughs> no, that does suck a lot, and I'm <laughs> not super jazzed about it. <laughs> Wizards! Okay, well, I did come prepare with spiritual weapon at least. So I will, uh, I'll... So if the spell didn't go off, can I still cast a spell on my bonus action? Uh, you did still cast the spell, it was just counterspelled, so you can cast a cantrip as your bonus action. I- no. I don't have any bonus action cantrips. Ooh. Then, um, if you got any other bonus action, like, abilities you got? I have spells! I'm a cleric, I don't have two weapons, I don't have you anything, <laughs> I'm not designed for bonus actions. You know this. I figured like some of your some of your Tempest Cleric things were a bonus action. I guess not. No, they're all they're all buffs and, and variants on actions. Like I have the book club that can do a bonus action if I hit with it. That's no, everything else is an action or it's okay. like a turn undead, which is also an action. You can move. You know what? I'm not fucking gonna though. Juliana's braced. <laughs> okay. Fucking is that your turn? fine. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> that wizard instantly became your nemesis, huh? <laughs> They're all my nemeses. <laughs> okay, I guess that's my fucking turn. Nothing. My turn is nothing. Go on. Countess Aguilar looks at your dawn spell get fizzled, and she looks at the wizard and then the many vampires in the room and goes, I think we gotta run. Uh, up next is the vampire spawn. So the uh, the vampires spawn. Uh, two of them are going to rush over to uh, Countess Gallo, and uh, they're going to grapple her. And because she's asleep, she can't really resist the grapple. Valenti is dead. 
Oriana, there's people in the way. So these two vampire spawn are going to come up and rush Grack. They do one now. Yeah. One is one of them is going to come up and rush Jill. And then can the other one reach Jill as well? Yes. Okay. So that one's going to rush up uh, to Jill. Mm-hmm. And then the remaining two. Yeah, it's actually it's getting really crunchy because you guys came up and decided to form a united front. So uh, they are basically forming a front line to try and push back against you guys. All of them rushing you at once. Grack, uh, what's your armor class? Grack's armor class is 16. Okay. But uh, you, was he grappled? Uh, he is not grappled. Okay. Come on, roll 20. Come on, roll 20. You can do it. There si we go. Se puede. Yeah, help help Kit with their conga line of vampires. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Grek, uh, you're hit for 22. Uh, instead of taking damage, you are grappled, and then that vampire is going to try and bite you. Uh, uh, so that is 8 piercing and 11 necrotic. Oh, wait, that's a 13. That's not going to hit. So he, he does not successfully bite you. Uh, the other vampire is, however, also going to uh, attack you with the claws. So I have a thing, but I don't know if... Because it doesn't say whether or not I have to take an action, do it on an action, or if I... It says casting time one action, so you have to do it on your turn, not as a reaction. Dang. Yeah, but you can cast it on your turn. Uh, it's a 13, that's not going to hit. Wait, how much damage am I getting? You're not taking any damage yet. Okay. Uh, that's a dirty 20, that is going to hit. That is uh, eight sla- uh, Well, actually, yeah, that is eight slashing damage you're going to take. All right. And then the third vampire is also going to attack you. That's not going to hit. So you're grappled by one vampire, you took slashing damage from one of them, and the other one failed to hit you at all. Ah! Ah! Uh, Jill, uh, your armor class with uh, the uniform is 14. That's with your shield? That's with the shield. That's with the shield, okay. I don't have any decks. It's 11 plus 1 for my decks, plus 2 for my shield. Well, you're surprisingly agile now in this, so uh, you managed to dodge an attack from one of them with the claws. Uh Uh-huh. The other one also, the other attack also misses. Uh Uh-huh. So you're, you're ducking and weaving here away from these vampires. Oh, that's a natural 20. <laughs> uh-huh. So that's 17 slashing damage you're going to take? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me do a bit of math here. I am going to Wrath of the Storm, but... Okay. Yeah, just five. Just five? Just five. Two to eight. Still, that does get past its damage resistances. Uh, and then the next attack is also going to be a claw attack. It appears that... The nobles are the focus of the bites, but mostly these vampires are trying to kill you guys. It's a 15 that's going to hate. That's eight slashing damage. Uh, on me again? Yes. Minus eight? Okay. Yeah, these two are going to grapple grapple Countess Gallo, and that third one is also going to attack Jill. Uh, it's a 21 that's going to hit, so that's 10 slashing. Uh-huh. Oh, God, that's another natural 20, so that's 14 slashing. Uh-huh. Uh, hang on, I also got to do these guys' regeneration. So that one attacked me twice? They all attacked you twice. Three three vampires attacked you twice each. No, I mean the ones that actually hit. Which ones hit? The ones that actually, the ones that actually hit, uh, you got attacked, you got hit four times. By how many? By two vampires. Okay, then I am going to do a Wrath of the Storm on the other one. Wrath of the Storm is a reaction, you get one of those per round. Oh, per round, okay. Uh, I am going to push that one that hit ten feet away from me, though. Okay, so it's 10 feet back, yeah. uh, and it lands on the shitty teen table. Uh, okay, uh, up next is the nobles. Count Escalo is asleep. Uh, Count Barzetti is going to book it for the door, uh, and he's going to try and open it, and he shouts, It's barred! 
Artie, can you go break the door down so people can get get out and free? And Count but, Oriana, but, vampires, is also going to run for the uh, southeast door, and he also tries yes, to open it. It can't get. We open. want to save everybody, and all of us have rings that will take us back to the ship safely once we die. Artie doesn't. That's true. Artie, can you escape with them and make sure they get to safety? No. There are so many vampires trying to kill us right now. Jill, we're going to have a bunch of innocent people die. No, I'm saying he stays here, gets the door open, and doesn't leave with them because there's nothing outside that wants to kill them. But you want Artie to die versus a bunch of vampires we have no chance of killing. Okay, at the end of the noble's turn, Lucrezia is going to use another legendary action uh, and get up next to Countess Aguilar. Uh, Up next to the guards who are going to rush in to try and... uh, Protect their uh, protect their charges, but I do believe that is going to be so. They had to dash; they're not able to attack this turn. Top of the round, it is Cacophony again. Okay, uh, so Cacophony is going to dive over sideways to engage Madame Main Vampire. Okay, she's got her sword out, but she's going to now draw Mom Dagger, and she's going to double stab. I am. Not across from anybody because it was in the way, but I'm going to stand there. Uh, and I'm going to hit a, a crit. Yep. For, God, uh, 23, four, uh, 33. 33. And then uh, 14 doesn't hit. 14 doesn't hit. So with the rapier, that's not enchanted, right? That's just a regular mundane rapier? Yeah. Again, you stab her. I was her looking and, for one, but I don't have money, so. Yeah. You stab her, and it doesn't look like there's a lot of blood coming out. You're doing damage, yeah. but not as much as you would expect yeah. from a hit like Just that. Just resistant to damage. You basically uh, stab then, her right through the heart, and she barely flinches. That's fine. Uh, and then uh, I only moved two, so I'm going to actually step backward. And uh, actually, I'm not going to step backward. I'm going to kind of. Where am I going to go? I'm going to. I can't really do anything to her. No, I'm just going to stay there. And then I'm going to lift my hand in the air and, um, well, no, it's not really going to do anything there either. Never mind. I'm not going to bother my, I'm not going to bother doing my bardic thing because moving isn't going to help right now. Everybody's kind of where they need to be. Okay. Uh, at the end of your turn, uh, is going to take her last legendary action for the round. She seems largely focused on, uh, on Countess Tornincasa. Oh yeah. Makes sense. Going to lash out with that long sword. Yeah. That's just going to hit. So, oh God. And she needs to make a constitution saving throw. Kid, are you having some regrets right now? <laughs> well, I came up with this cool character, and she might get killed by a vampire in a couple of rounds. I feel like that happens a lot. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, Countess Tornincasa, look, uh, Countess Aguilar looks hurt, and she's like, we really need to run! Up next is uh, the captain's turn. She's not liking being close to these windows, considering she got smashed into them twice. Uh, so she's going to hop down off the pavilion and make an acrobatics check. Which may not go well for her. Nope, she's fine. She hops down, and then she is going to uh, cast Firebolt at Jill. Fine. Uh, That is a 19. That's probably going to hit. Yeah. That's 15 fire damage. Okay. Okay. Up next is Countess Aguilar, uh, who is going to uh, disengage and uh, book it for the door that Count Oriana is in front of. And then she is going to cast Thunderclap. Uh, and that is going to do uh, six damage to the door, so it gets blasted back. It's damaged, but it's not quite broken yet. Oh, yeah, wait, she disengaged, so she couldn't cast Thunderclap. So, yeah, she's going to eat an attack of opportunity from uh, Lucrezia. That's 11. That's not going to hit. She's fine. Okay, up next is Arturos. You have been instructed to try and break down some doors. Yeah, Artie looks so torn right now. He, he looks at Jill. He looks at the door. He looks at Jill. He looks at the door. He's like, shit! 
and runs towards the door. He moves towards the door and does an attack with yep. his glaive. And that's an 18. 18 hits. So nine slashing damage. Okay. Door rattles in its frame. It looks pretty damaged. He, But he also wants to do a pushing attack. So I'm going to use a superiority die and uh, just put that in the chat. The attack's damage roll. Yeah. I'm going to say that uh, because this is an inanimate object and can't make strength saving throws, uh, I am instead going to rule that the pushing attack is going to do double damage in addition. So whatever you roll for your superiority damage plus the nine slashing, uh, I'm going to double that for the damage of the door. Sweet. An eight. Okay, so nine plus eight is 17. Doubled is uh, 34. Yeah, you bust this door right open. It flies open. Sweet. He's going to take a bonus action. Wait, no, I would have to change up. He only moved 15 feet. Can I move back at least? Um, you can move back or you can move forward uh, into the foyer. Or do, does he see anything in the foyer? Uh, that herald from earlier is still in there and he kind of looks at you with a sort of glazed look and says, The countess says nobody's to leave the ballroom. Yup! <laughs> Shit. You got me in a real pickle here. Well, he doesn't want... He wants more people out than in, so... By the way, there is another... This is There is another door at the far end of the foyer. Mm-hmm. You don't know if that one's locked. For fuck's sake, kid. That's another 15 feet. Yeah. Fine. He tries to move in through through to check the door. And you still got an attack left. And I do have an attack... Well, you know what? This is Artie. He's gonna try to kick the door down anyways. Okay. Uh, roll your attack. 13. Oh god, 13's not enough for a wooden door. Shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he slipped. <laughs> you you kick that door and it rattles in his frame. The good news is it doesn't feel barred. The bad news is, is that it's probably locked. So it's going to have less hit points than the door you just busted through. All right. Um, that is going to be my turn for now. Okay. Uh, up next, you've got Grack. <laughs> yeah, Grack. Why did you roll initiative on these guys back to back? That wasn't me. That was roll 20. <laughs> that was roll 20 saying, fuck you. <laughs> saying, fuck you. You can't be two people. <sighs> so, Grack is grappled. Grackled. He, Grack is... He's grackled. Grack is... um A less than polished citizen. <laughs> so, he's actually going to use... A invocation called Trickster's Escape. So he doesn't actually use a spell slot. He doesn't expend the spell slot. It is still in action, though. It's still in action, but it's not an, it's not a spell slot to cast freedom of movement on himself. Your movement is unaffected by difficult terrain and spells and other magical effects can neither reduce your speed nor cause you to be paralyzed or restrained. You can spend five feet of movement to automatically escape from non-magical strains, judges, manacles, or a creature that has it grappled. You are grappled. I'm grappled. Okay, so he casts freedom of movement on himself to escape the grapple, move away. Yes, you got, uh, used five feet to get away, so you got 20 feet of movement yet left. Your girl's over there. My girl's over there. There though. You see you see her looking over at the busted door, so she's gonna she's probably gonna go for the busted door. Yeah, she is gonna go for the busted door. Shit, I really wanted to do a thing, but he can't he's so small, he waddles. Meh. He doesn't have a lot of speed. He is trying gonna try to get away from the 
the center of combat, so I guess he might take an attack of opportunity. Yeah, uh, you're, if you're moving out of, you're going to take an attack of opportunity, uh, leaving that vampire's attack radius and leaving Lucrezia's attack radius, unless mm. you use your, unless you just wait and then use your next action to disengage. Wait for your next turn after wait all the vampires have gone. No, no, Greg's going to just eat an attack of opportunity. Okay, so that is oh god, that's three vampires and Lucrezia. Okay, so the one from Lucrezia is an 11. That's not going to hit. And I'm going to rule that attack roll applies for all the vampires because I'm not rolling three times. Uh, that's in a 13. That's also not going to hit. Nope. So you zip away from these guys. Uh, it's so small. And then, so he only has one action and a bonus action? Yeah, you have an action, a bonus action, and a movement. You use your action to cast freedom of movement. Okay. Well, on his bonus action, he's going to... Use magic stone! Fuck yeah! <laughs> Little did you know that his gold belt is actually his fanny pack on his fanny <laughs> underneath his, his coat. Uh, that's a 13. Uh, to... so thir- who are you aiming at? Who, who am I aiming at? Probably the lady. Okay. Uh, that's not gonna hit. <laughs> Darn. Yeah, he throws it and the stone turns into a flower pot. <laughs> and just smashes on the floor next to her. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Greg's turn. Okay, I rolled the Herald into initiative, and he came right after Greg. So the Herald is going to rush over to Artie mm-hmm. and is going to attempt to grapple you. So you need to roll athletics or acrobatics. Shit, I'm not good at either of those. We'll, we'll go with acrobatics. This, this guy looks kind of flimsy, if that helps. Wait, no, that's not it. That's the wrong one. Hold on. That was that was crack. Wait, Art, Artie is good at athletics. What am I talking about? Shit, I was gonna say. Artie's not good at athletics? What's going on? No, uh, ni- 19 is good. 19, you managed to evade this guy grabbing you, and that's really all he's got for this turn. All right. Listen, I'm looking at two goddamn character sheets right now. You know a little of my pain now. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, Lucrezia is going to, uh, zip over to... Sorry, I just, like, the Herald tries to grab Artie, but he's still got that dazed, glazed look, and Artie just kind of steps aside. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Lucrezia is going to zip over next to the asleep Countess Gallo. Uh, Natalia and Cacophony are gonna get attacks of opportunity on her. Okay. I'm not... Uh, no, she's not leaving your attack radius. If anything, she's moving into it. Mm, 29. Natalia's got a knife on her, I think. Eight. Yeah, Natalia's just gonna go in for a knife. Uh, 23, that's gonna hit. That's five piercing damage. Yeah, and I've got eight piercing from the mom dagger. Uh, from the mom dagger, so that will do full damage. Okay, and then she's going to, uh, sink her teeth into Countess Gallo's neck. Oh boy. Yeah, Countess Gallo Gallo falls to the ground completely dead. Cheesy crazy. Good job, us. Uh, okay, and then uh, that is going to be... Uh, actually, Lucrezia's got an attack left, so she's going to turn and uh, take a swipe at Jill with the sword, just offhand. Yeah, of course. Uh, that's a 24? Yeah, yeah, I think a 24 does hit. Okay, that's 13 slashing. Cool, and you I'm make down. The constitute- okay, you're unconscious. <laughs> I'm down. I had 10. I'm down. Okay. Up next is Jill. I need you to make a death, death saving throw. Okay. How, now I just click death save. Roll a d20. 10 or above is a success. That's a nine. That's a failure. Cool. 
just like as Juliana just crumples, she is definitely going to like turn to the others and be like, get the fuck out of here. Gem Jammer is performed by Alexi Peppers, Annie Creighton, Kit Walker, Mackenzie Weaver, and Rio, and is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs are by Rio, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art is by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. For more episodes of the show and our other shows, as well as news, check out our website at crookedrussiancamp.horse.